Hi, y'all. I'm Tish, and you have stumbled upon my show, Boots, Bibles, and Scrapbooking. And oh boy, do we have a great show for you today. I have just experienced something amazing that I want to share with you. We are going to talk about the Outlaw Music Festival. It is exciting, and I have so many things to share with you. And it just, you know what? Buckle up, heifers. Hey, Mr. David. Hello, Tish. I got to tell you, I'm happy to see you today. It's nice to see you. Your eyes are a little bloodshot, but um, nice to see you. It's allergies. It's I, really... I don't think so. Okay, well, listen up. First of all, I want to say a big thank you to our producer, Mr. Cody. Do you know what he did? Oh, yeah. boy. You know, sometimes Mr. David and I, we start off these shows and we just kind of get after each other. And sometimes I call him a, an asshole or something. And and we start getting into these political things like talking about the tracking device and stuff. And he'll get after me. And I think Mr. Cody could tell that we just needed to kind of get back on the same page. You know, like we were at the beginning. Remember when we were on the same page? You mean when you were drunk at the bar in Nashville? Yeah. Right. You were you were trying to hook up with me, Tish. That's why you thought we were on the same page. I don't know what you're talking about. And I, you know what? I resemble that statement, and I think you know that. So okay. listen. Okay. Anyway, this isn't, hey, hey, we're backtracking here. We're backsliding. Let's stay on that same page, okay? So Mr. Cody, he sent us two tickets to the Outlaw Music Festival because he thought maybe if me and Mr. David went and saw some good old music together, it might get us on the same page again, you know? where we could come back and do this show in a place of mutual respect. You feeling that way today, Mr. David? Didn't you mean mutual respect? Are you making fun of me? No. <laughs> it feels like you're kind of making fun of me, but oh. that's all right, because you know what? I like you. You some bitch. We had a great time last night. So, what are you, Mr. David, sit down. What are you doing? Is he leaving? Uh, sorry, I had to take a call. All right, well, let's get back to it. So... Anywho, we go to this Outlaw Music Festival, and it was just, there's so much to tell. I don't even know where to, I don't even know where to start. Oh, Jesus. No wonder your eyes are bloodshot. Tish, what is that? What, what I'm drinking? Yeah. Oh. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. You know what? I'm a little hungover, and sometimes you A little? Hurt, I you think you might now, still be listen, drunk. Well, I'm not sure. But you know that old saying about the hair of the dog? That's what I'm drinking. But that's not what the drink is called. You know what this is called? I can't wait to hear. This is a whiskey river. You know that, like that Willie Nelson song, Whiskey River? Yes, we heard it last night. We, hey, spoiler alert, Willie Nelson was there. Yes, we heard it last night. So I made up this drink. It's called a Whiskey River. Right, you want to know how to make it? Uh, I don't think I have a choice. All right, here's what you do. You get your highball glass with some ice in it, okay, some rocks. And then you get two jiggers of Jack Daniels, and you get two jiggers of Crown, and you stir it up a little bit. Now, if that's too strong for you, you can put a little splash of Orange Crush on the top. That's kind of reminiscent of Willie Nelson's old hair color when he was a young feller. And then here's the kicker. You see what's sticking out of this glass right here? Looks like horns. It's two Twizzlers. Uh-huh. You know why you put them Twizzlers in there? Uh-uh. That represents Willie Nelson's braids. It's a whiskey river. You want one? Oh, no. Hey, you know what? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's Willie Willie good. <laughs> you get it? Oh, you get God. it, Mr. David? Tish, Tish. Cody, you want one? Cody's going to have one. You know Cody wants one. If He, mm. he might just eat the Twizzlers. Oh. Anyway, it's a whiskey river. Oh, Bottoms geez. up. Come on. All kidding aside, Tish, I, I want to tell you how incredibly proud I am of you. Of me? Yes, ma'am, I am. I'm very proud of you. Is it because I didn't get arrested last night? Uh. No, no. It's, it's because you got your vaccine. I'm so proud that you saw the light 
and you took care of that. What makes you think I put that tracking device in my body? Because you had to show proof of vaccination last night to get into the music festival. You know what, Mr. David? You ain't been paying no attention. Do you remember last episode I was talking to you about my ladies' service organization, which services the underserviced? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. We serve the undervaccinated. And for our friends and family and the general public that they want to go to a show where you got to show a vaccination card, we give them one so that they don't have to go through the trauma of putting a tracking device in their body. Well, you're creating counterfeit vaccination cards? I wouldn't call it that. I would call us serving the under-vaccinated. I'd call it a felony. What's a felony? Oh, I know what a felony is. You know what? Side note, (laughs) Rusty got a felony one time, but it didn't seem to harm him too much. He's doing great over at the muffler shop. Oh, here's another side story. (laughs) Rusty, when he started that muffler shop, you know what he wanted to call it? I have no idea. The Boner Garage. What? And I was like, Rusty, you knucklehead, nobody's going to go take their car to the Boner Garage, you stupid ass. I got way off topic. Anyway, take a look. Hey, you look at this card. Tell me this don't look just like your vaccine card. Tell me it don't look like it. What What does this say? Look at it. What's it say? It says Fizzer. What does yours say? Moderna. Right. There's like two vaccines. You can get the Fizzer one or the Moderna one. No, there's. it's not Fizzer. It's supposed to be Pfizer. Oh, so so one Z? No, it start well, yes, one Z, but it's supposed to start with a P, not an F. So it's Pfizer? No, it's pronounced Pfizer. Well, that don't make no sense. Why wouldn't you say Pfizer? Just like when you say like pneumonia or Paschetti. Tish. Can we move on? I thought we were in a good place today, and it feels like we're, we start talking about that vaccine, and I just get so mad. Well, it's a good thing you already have a lawyer on retainer, because it sounds like you're going to need one when the FBI comes around. Well, that's your opinion. Can we talk about the good stuff? Okay. I want to talk about this lineup. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. This lineup was unbelievable. I was hoping to see some more like of my my favorite artists like Jason Aldean and stuff. He wasn't there, but you know who was there? Well, yeah, because I was there. All right. Here's the lineup. We had Margot Price. Uh-huh. She started out. I didn't hear Margot Price because I was busy getting a ticket in the parking lot. Because apparently, in your stupid state, you can't be drinking in a parking lot before a concert. No, that's called open container. And you can't have that in my beautiful I state. I thought open container means it's okay as long as your containers is open. So anyway, <sighs> we missed Margot Price because I was getting a damn ticket. And my, here we are with my attorney. He don't even get me out of this ticket. How can I get you out of the ticket? You were, like, rattling your drink around going, woo, woo, I'm at a show. Hey, when's the last time you've been at a show? It's been a long time. I was excited. But you didn't have to do body shots in the parking lot, Tish. That kind of shines a spotlight on what you're doing. You think I'd do body shots to not get some attention? Anyway, so we missed Margot Price, okay? Guess who's next? Government Mule. And I got to tell you, and they started playing. I was like, oh, Skinner, free bird. Because they kind of sound like a Leonard Skinner cover band or something. And then they do that jam thing where they play a couple chords. And you're like, oh, here comes the chorus. And they're like, nope, not yet. And you wait around some more. And they play a couple chords. And you're like, oh, chorus is coming. And then the chorus comes. And you're like, this is such a great song. And it's really not a good song. They just made you wait too long for the chorus. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. So that's kind of my review of Government Mule. What do you think? I did not enjoy Government Mule at all. Okay. But here we go. We're getting to the meat of it now. Next up, that little firecracker, Tyler Childers. Yes. Is that something I think we agree on? Yes, we do. Mr. Childers was awesome. He was. And you think he's sexy, too, don't you? What? 
He is. He's a little firecracker. I tell you what. He was scrawny. Well, I thought I thought he was a little scrawnier than I thought, and he had a kind of funky hairdo, like a modern weirdo from like Pittsburgh or something. But he was, you know, he's a musician. I tell you what, he had a bass player look just like Adam Sandler from The Wedding Singer, and he had like a curly mullet, and it just, oh, oh, I love a curly mullet, don't you? Did that tickle your fancy? It tickled my, it tickled my something. Listen, <laughs> let's, so Tyler, anyway, Tyler's a good old fella. Hey, where's he from? Do you know? He's from Kentucky, from Pike County, Cole Country, Kentucky. He's a good old Kentucky boy. Well, he's a good old singer. And then, you know who's next after that? Yes, I was there, Tish. Okay, just play it on. It was Mr. Sturgill Simpson. You ever heard him before? I sure have. I he sure have. He was good. He was a good, uh, his voice, it sounds like he's from like the 1960s or something, but he's a young fella. And he had a hairdo that was kind of interesting too. He's kind of flapping around on the left side of his face a little bit. Did you notice that? Yeah, I thought it was a strange hairdo. He's a strange dude. He's the kind of guy you wonder if you got him in the bedroom, he may try and like spank your bottom or something. He's just kind of unusual. You might be right on that one. He was wearing some dad pants. Oh, you know, I like a good pair of dad pants with like the, the, they had the plates in them. Well, anyway, so Sturgill Simpson, he can rock and roll. I tell you what, and he had a bunch of band members up there. They didn't have no curly mullets. They were all about 75 years old and they knew how to play them instruments. It was fascinating. Where's he from? He's also from Kentucky. Oh God, they ain't nothing good from Kentucky, but Jack Daniels. Tish, Jack Daniels is not from Kentucky. It's from Tennessee. No, you ever been on that the whiskey that whiskey trail? You know no, what I mean. I've been on the Bourbon Trail, and Jack Daniels is not on it. It's made in Lynchburg, Tennessee. You ought to know. You've drank enough of it. Well, I don't like have to know where everything comes from that I put in my body. Well, but that, that well, didn't isn't that one of your arguments for not getting the vaccine? But I know I do know what's in that, and it's a tracker. Oh Jesus! Anyway, well, there's plenty of good things which come from Kentucky. Number one, my entire family. Number two, all kinds of delicious bourbon. They've got Pappy Van Winkle. They have Weller. They have Buffalo Trace. They've got Four Roses. They've got all kinds of great bourbon. I ain't never heard of none of them. Do they have Maker's Mark? Yeah, for kind of lower class people, yeah. You watch your mouth. That's my family's favorite liqueur. I now bet listen, it is. so you said something about Rip Van Winkle and then a Pappy Grandpa or something. What was that? Pappy Van Winkle's probably the most expensive bourbon in the world right now. Well, Pappy's what we call my granddaddy. And Rip Van Winkle's a guy fell asleep in a story or something like that. This is getting ridiculous. Let's can we get back to the music? Sure. Anytime you're ready. All right. Guess who closed for this concert? Tish, I was there. I know who closed. Hey, you know I know we're, this. We're doing this for the audience. Play oh, along. Guess okay. who closed? Who? The one. The only Mr. Willie Nelson. Yeah, he did. And he was looking good. I don't reckon I know why he can't get him a new guitar. He's got this guitar. It's so beat up. He's got to have made some money over the years from all them songs, right? You don't remember his problem with the IRS and they seized his guitar? What? That, that means they took his guitar away. Because I thought he you were owed- saying they seized it, like they looked at it, and they were like, I seized it over there in the corner. No, Tish. They, the IRS took all of his assets, including that guitar, which you saw last night. But he and why did he steal it back? No, he didn't steal it back. I understand that a fan purchased it back from the IRS and gave it to him. Well, that's sweet. I, I don't know. I just it, it seemed like he'd have a nicer guitar than that. And, you know, he's old. Wouldn't you reckon he's pretty old now? He's 88 years old. It's weird. He's 88 years old, and I still think he is just one sexy fella. Don't you? Oh, uh, yeah. He has more hair on his arms than I have on my head. 
I know. I like it. Oh God. So listen, the the let's wrap up the music. It was really good. I have one complaint. Oh, only one. Only one. Okay. You know, you got all this country music. We got five acts up there playing country music. I didn't hear a single stanza of rap. Not one person rapped nothing. It's a country music festival. It's the outlaw country music festival. But don't you like it when people, they're singing their songs about prison and stuff like that, and they get to the chorus and it's sounding good, and then there's a bridge, and in the bridge they start rapping a little bit. Don't you love that? Like, my girl in the in the barn with the boots in the farm, and it's like a little rap thing in the middle don't you love that no well i just think if you want country music to stand the test of time you just put a little bit of rap in it and then it really gets everybody going so that's all i would have liked to hear mr sturgill simpson break out a little bit of rap in the middle of one of his songs or maybe tyler childers maybe just in the bridge just a couple little lines of rap it just makes me feel better i bet it does tish you're you're an odd duck well it takes one to know one mr david that's original thank you Before we wrap up this episode, I wanted to talk about one more thing about this Outlaw Festival. Okay. When you walked in there, after we got through that communist vaccination station live thing, do you remember when we got in there and you look around and you see all them people in there? Oh, God. Yes. I felt you, so out of place. Uh, what I was going to say, I just it felt like coming home. What? Those were my people, Mr. David. Ugh. Why are you making that sound? Everybody's just, everybody's unique. That's an understatement. Yeah, and I want to tell you about this one lady I saw. She looked so classy. She kind of reminded me of, like, people I know, like of the Britneys or something. Can I tell you what she's wearing? Sure. All right. She had on this. Remember when everybody used to wear them wife beaters? No. Okay. Not in, not where I live. Well, anyway. So, people used to wear them wife beaters all the time. I don't see them very much anymore. She had taken a wife beater, and she had cut the bottom of it off to make it kind of like a bra top, and she's wearing it over her boobies. And I tell you what's weird, it was like kind of short and like a little bit of a tease, and you could just kind of see the bottom of her fun bags hanging out from underneath that retrofitted wife beater. And it was so cute because she had it on under some overalls that was only done up on one side, and the other side's kind of hanging off her hip a little bit. Yeah. And then... Here it here it is on her hip. She had the most beautiful tattoo I ever seen. Did you did you see it? Unfortunately, I did. Right. And, and but but the kicker here, Tish, is they weren't overalls. They were overall shorts. Right. They were overall shorts because otherwise you can't see all her thigh tattoos. But this one wasn't on her thigh. This was on her hip. All right. Here's what it was. It was like a double decker ice cream cone. Okay. And then around the cone part of it. There was a dragon, like, wrapped all around the cone, and his head's coming up over the top of that double-decker ice cream, and he looks like he's going to kill somebody, but he's just licking that ice cream. Um, okay. And, I mean, just think about the symbolism of that. It's just so beautiful, and it was so, it just, I don't know. What symbolism is there? I don't have time to explain tattoos to you if you don't know how to figure this out. You think about it, okay? I I don't think I'm going to think about this much longer. And then I think the best part, too, was she had on them folks. Um, uh, folk, folks, faux, fake. Yes, yes. Um, it was like snakeskin booties, and I think you know the other thing is when you wear those folks snakeskin. That's what I said. It's like telling people how much you care about animals and pitas and things. You know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean. Well, it's a shame to me that you are so judgmental of other people of their folks pants or shoes or whatever of their tattoos and of their bra tops with their fun bags hanging out. 
I feel sorry for you, Mr. David. Okay, Tish. Tish, I think it's time for us to wrap up. You appear to, maybe you're getting the shakes. Oh, I'm fine. You know I'm fine. Well, listeners, thank you for joining us today. In conclusion, I want to say I thought this whole episode was going to be about team building. But what I've realized is this episode is about America and friendship and being yourself. We went to that Outlaw Music Festival, and I thought we was going to hear some real good music. And we did. But we also saw a slice of Americana in the beer line, on the lawn, on the stage, even in the ladies' bathroom. And I'm proud of America. I'm proud to be there with my people. I'm proud of that lady that wasn't afraid to let her fun bag show a little bit. I'm proud of that lady for having the confidence to get that kind of a tattoo that makes that big of a statement with a dragon wrapped around an ice cream cone licking a double-decker strawberry ice cream. Thank you, friends, for joining me. Until next time, bye-bye.